With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. It's hour number two of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come, we've got a little bit of trend or truth. We will also be sharper when it comes to personnel groupings and if there are coaching mismatches that we should be exploiting for the divisional round. But now let's get into some updated injuries and some line moves. And let's start with the Chiefs and the Bills because we do have a line movement here for BetMGM. Currently, the Bills are now three-point favorites. It is juiced in the Chiefs' direction, but this was at two and a half just earlier today. And when it comes to the injury front, Joe, The Bills are banged up. They have been banged up defensively pretty much all season long. And to me, that's probably that secondary headline when it comes to trying to figure out how this game's going to play out. For sure. Uh, So I didn't see Russell Douglas on the injury report. Mm -hmm. Does that mean he did not play on Monday? So that means he's good to go. After the game, he was talking to reporters. He said that he felt that he could have played. They did not put him on the injury report this week. So there's some good news. However, Christian Benford, he did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, starting corner, their starting slot guy, Teron Johnson, he was limited. So unsure. But I think the linebackers are even worse. That's the bad. Mm. Terrell Bernard, he's, he calls all the plays. He's your middle linebacker, not practicing. Uh, he's been bad this year. I don't know what to think about Von Miller. They designated his rest, did not practice, but, you know, he hasn't been out there much. Uh, Dodson, another starting linebacker, he was limited yesterday. So they're, they're in bad shape. Now, it's it's good that it looks like Rasul Douglas is going to make his return. And a, a few weeks ago, they did get Daquan Jones back on the defensive line. But, like, man, they just keep adding up. And uh, the punter didn't practice yesterday. I don't – he – he got through Monday, so I don't know if that's going to be an issue where they bring in a new punter or anything like that, but cluster injuries, always a concern, and they have them at linebacker and corner. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Yeah, the cluster injuries, also like these two teams know each other very well. It's interesting, you know, this one will be played in Buffalo, so a little change there um, in this, I guess, rivalry, you can call it. Um, also, like, I was talking about Sneed. I really like that uh, matchup against Diggs. Like, I'm so curious to see how mm. that looks, and I do think it will open things up for Dalton Kincaid. Um, why do I just kind of feel like I like a lot of dogs this weekend? Uh, I, something tells me, you know, the chiefs might just be getting cooking now, even though this hasn't been the same chiefs team. I think I'm going to back the chiefs on the side here. I think when it comes to looking at both offenses, and I actually think this is something that they both have in common where yes, we do trust these quarterbacks a lot but they are also running conservative offenses more so with the bills with Joe Brady, but the chiefs have been running this conservative offense in terms of throwing behind the line of scrimmage, believing in yak, all of that stuff. They've been doing that a good bit more this year, just because I don't think they trust those secondary tertiary receivers and targets and options. So in that respect, I think what's interesting, if you're talking about, say, cluster injuries, Joe, for linebackers and corners, that these are going to be guys who have to tackle in the open field. Can these backups do that? If they can't, then the Chiefs are going to go nuts. And it doesn't matter necessarily who the target is. It's going to be more about them running, being able to get down the sideline and get chunk plays that way. I don't necessarily expect really either offense. Now, they're going to have their chances, but I'm not expecting either offense to to chuck it 20-plus air yards every other pass. That I don't think is something that's reasonable. But what I do think will happen is, you know, little dump off to Travis Kelsey, little dump off yes. to, you know, Shakir, something like that. And then it's going to be up to linebackers and defensive backs for both defense to be able to tackle these guys in the open field. They can't do it. That's going to be the offense that's more successful. Oh, by the way, Gabe Davis did not practice either. Um, mm-hmm. And I say that because you mentioned Shakir and I'm thinking, oh, you mean the Bills best receiver? Because it's not Stephon yeah. Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. It's not Diggs. Yeah. He hasn't had a 100-yard game in over three months. Like The, right. the guy's on a milk carton. I don't know what's happened to that guy. He He's not even close to the same player that he was last year. Like, I don't even consider him a number one anymore. I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting because, like, I want to play the under. And everything we're talking about, I think – we're, we're leaning, we're talking about reasons the under gets home, but mm-hmm. you know, are they hurting so bad defensively where Casey kind of has a bit of an explosion offensively that we have not seen a lot this year that, that concerns me, but these, this matchup, like both sides should be leaning on the run a little bit, right? Like that's what you do mm-hmm. against Kansas city and you've got James yeah. cook and, and Josh Allen, like, They've been leaning into that as is. And then the matchup is telling them to do that. And then what we're saying about these linebackers for the Bills, it should be a Pacheco game. It should be a Kelsey-Pacheco game. A lot of this is clock keeps on moving and maybe lower scoring than we're expecting. I think the same, Joe. I was also wondering like about a first half under, like maybe, you know, the Bills defense can, you know, hang in, but they're just gassed and like the injuries catch up to them. If you look at the full game Um, and plus the Chiefs, I mean, it's just like we always say it, you can't count now Pat Mahomes. Right. And the way Rasheed Rice is playing, you know, maybe they are able to 
pull away and put their foot on the gas in that second half. Maybe so. Maybe so. At the same time, as I'm looking at this possibility of leaning on the run game a little bit more, Josh mm-hmm. Allen's longest rush at BetMGM is 12 and a half yards. Going over is minus Ooh. 130. Any takers? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Like that 50 plus yard run against the Steelers, I think that could happen again. Like when we were talking about like playoff leaders rushing all that stuff, like Josh Allen's got a great argument to be had, like, especially if the bills make it to the super bowl and they have a fourth game. So that matters too. But I think he could break free again against this chiefs run defense again. Uh Oh, and by the way, when they played about a month ago, James cook went off on the ground and through the air. So man, did you think that bills chiefs, the focus would be on the running backs, but, that's where I'm at with these two teams right now. That's fair. It's completely fair. 13 and a half longest rush for James Cook at minus 110 for Ben MGM. Hmm. What do we think What's about that? His... I'd, I'd rather play Allen. Yeah. What about it, that's rush plus receiving for James Cook? Uh, that... that would be 81 and a half. 81 and a half. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not opposed to that one. Because no. as good as as good as Cook was against the Chiefs last game, he did not get to this number on the ground. It was more through the air. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the combo yeah. is probably the way to go. Sure. sure. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you, Paul, for sure. How about we stay in the AFC and talk about the Texans and the Ravens? This one is especially interesting uh, in large part because, yes, the spread has been moving. Right now it's at nine and a half. Uh, the Ravens are favorites. Uh, with a total of 43 and a half, there may be a little bit of wet weather in Baltimore. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, but on the injury front, Mark Andrews is back full participant wow. at practice. And so he is trending toward playing boys and girls. So wow. that one is interesting. And for those who give a hoot, this one, I find lots of fun. Uh, Dalvin Cook uh may be suiting up and he may be ready to go for the ravens on saturday now like there there may be some props posted that that might be intriguing i don't know like you know active status all that stuff but you know they're gonna lean on the run game and if the ravens do pull away maybe that's when dalvin cook gets his time so what do you guys think not interested i <laughs> you, you can't hurt me if i don't bet it you can't hurt me anymore I have no idea where the where the Ravens are going with the run game. Okay, so uh-huh. I'm done. I'm done playing that game of whack a mole. Like, I don't know when it looks like it's going to be a game for this guy. It isn't. Oh, this is a, a Gus Bus game. It isn't. Like they find ways to surprise you. So I'm not. I'm not playing that game of Ravens running backs. Which one it's going to be anymore? I don't care. Matchup wise, and the matchup isn't even that good. Even though the Ravens can pretty much right. run on anybody. The Texans have been great against the run. Now, injury report. I don't know if this is a thing, how real this is, but it got my attention. Three of the four starters on the Texans' defensive line did not practice yesterday. Right. So I, I'm like, but wait a second. But most of them practiced on the day before, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So what was yesterday Limited. about yeah. rest? Was it about, mm-hmm. was, is this legit? Are they just giving them all a day off together? What's going on here? Because, as Aaron mentioned, they've played well against the run over the last couple months, for sure. Um, one of the best in the league. And now three of their starters now practicing. That's concerning. And we have seen Will Anderson miss some time over the last couple months. 
I think Will Anderson will be fine. I'm wondering if it's just about rest and maybe not too far into it, but it is a concern. Uh, I was also wondering when you mention, you know, rest, you look at the Ravens. They haven't played in almost, what, three weeks or so? It's been a while. Uh, could they come out slow? Could a first half under be in play here? Because that total is about the same as the last game. There's twenty. There's a 22 and a half. There's a 20 and a half. There's 21 and a half out there. It's kind of all over the place. But I was wondering if maybe we get a little bit of a slower start. Or is all this rest great for the Ravens? And they just come out guns blazing. But I would tend to think maybe a little bit of a slower start in cold Baltimore. I'm thinking faster start. With all of this prep work and they know they're going to face the Texans, they've got all this additional time to be prepared for them, and they have time to add their own wrinkles offensively, and they can practice those things. And so I, I think in that regard, I, I would not make a first half under bet just believing that they're going to have a slower start. Otherwise, you know, they'd, they'd want to be playing games and things like that. And, you know, most teams would rather get the rest and be healed up, ready to go for a game like this, where, look, it could be a track meet. Like, even despite the weather, Look, C.J. Stroud and company, like, that passing attack may have been unearthed. It, it may be that explosive, and so it may be uh, up to the Ravens to keep up. And I think they can. I absolutely think they can. Uh, but at the same mm -hmm. time, that's why, like, you know, all those practices matter a great deal and why adding those additional wrinkles against a, a Texans pass defense they feel they can exploit, regardless of if the pass rushers are 100% or not, this is something where – it's not a bet I would make at the very least. I'm expecting the Ravens to be ready to go and play quickly for a full 60 minutes. I'm sure some of this stuff will come up with trend or truth because there's a lot of Lamar stuff floating out there. And True. one of them is when Lamar is extra rest. Not good. Is that exactly. a thing? I, I've seen the Ravens completely no-show and shock the yeah. world, so it wouldn't well, surprise me if something weird happens. It's They've Lamar's, done it before. And Lamar's no-showed in playoffs. Like, he's got to slay that dragon. This is this is on him. Um, but I do have the same reaction as Ed. I agree that they're going to come out to a fast start. But if you are thinking the opposite, I understand why. Because history would lean that way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I At some point, Lamar Jackson has to turn this around, right? Like, he's just too good a quarterback yeah. to to be mired in misery in the playoffs. i got to think at some point, like, we're going to see something yeah. absolutely epic from him. So uh, this may be the time to do it. Uh, how about we get to uh, San Francisco hosting the Packers? And this one is interesting in large part because, uh, first off, the public absolutely loves these San Francisco weapons with CMC and Ayuk and Samuel and all that stuff. Uh, we had a Twitter poll yesterday that we posted, which of these position groups left in the playoffs would you power rank the highest? And more than 75% of the vote picked the San Francisco weapons over the Ravens secondary, Kansas City pass rush, and just about any other position group still standing uh, that, that do not involve uh, the quarterbacks. And so in that mm -hmm. respect, when we're looking at, you know, anything involving the injury report, what happens to these weapons and what happens to protecting these weapons, that may be the most important thing in terms of figuring out how this game will play out, Joe. Yes. And for the first time in a long time, we have Packers receivers practicing. Yes. Uh, that was notable. And just as notable, Jair Alexander did not. Mm -hmm. So now we're back to that. 
Um, if you're going to go into this game without Jair Alexander, it's going to look like the Packers that we saw a few weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a wrap early. Like the over might be a wrap. The San Francisco cover might be a wrap pretty early on in this one. Um, So injury front, bad. Jair Alexander, that's no good. Um, Dylan's not practicing. So, you know, you can run on the Niners. Like, try not to get caught up in the moment of what we just saw, but feels like the Packers are going to have to go to Aaron Jones a lot. Like, they need him to have a big game. Yeah, the Jair Alexander stuff, I am curious because a part of me just thinks this Packers defense could be due for a bad game. I don't know how long they can keep this up. So that I don't know if I'm going to bet the Packers plus nine and a half just yet. (laughs) Right. Keep their own defense off the field. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's the divisional round edition of Trend or Truth. Shall we zig when others are zagging coming up on the BQL network.